Welcome, everyone. We are here. This is the second big free podcast. Jeff Gross, Brian Rast, fresh off his bracelet. We're going to cover that. Number five, Stamps is Hall of Fame. We'll talk about that in a bit. But first off, Brian, uh, how are you? What's going on? You won your bracelet. We're going to cover later. How are you feeling? What's up, my man? Uh, I'm good. I'm good. You know, it. it's always magical when things work out in a tournament. You play them. Shit goes wrong. You feel disappointed. Mm. You know, I had already played, I don't know, 15 tournaments this summer. And you're just like, every day you're like, oh, oh, oh. But then the time when things work out, uh, it makes up for it. So, yeah, man, I'm feeling great, obviously. Very nice. And, and I'd like to say, I'd like to think that uh, I, I would have made it either way. But you know what? Sometimes you just have to remind, remind people that uh, us old men can still do it. You know, mix it up with the young guns. I love it. Well, we're going to cover that. Let's first dive into the World Series and where we're at. Yeah. So last time we checked in, you know, it was earlier in the series. Now we're getting there. It's about halfway in terms of event-wise what's left. So we're going to scroll down here. Uh, you're actually number two overall in this 2,500 as well today, right? The 2,500, yes. which 2500 is kind of exciting. game, which is now the way the 50K is being played. They added no limit single draw. And uh, I'm very excited about that. Um there it is right there. Yeah. So we both busted the 25K PLO kind of, you know. 300, 300 something players in the nine game, and there's still like just over 100 left. Money is going to be like 40 something. So I mean, there's three day tournaments. So it's still like a ways to go. But but uh, I think six handed is my wheelhouse. Jeff Jeff is, uh, knows this as well. And yes. he actually pointed it out to me, and I, I think it's true. And uh, yeah, man, this, this is also it. There's like, and whoever's at my table, it's like I think one of my strengths at this point in my career is like just I don't really have any weak games, and so it's like we're you know, you, which game are you trying to hide? Because like we're gonna find out. How, how does it work? Because this is something I keep saying every year. I want to dive into the mixed games. It seems more winnable. The bracelets, right? Just in, in yeah. field size, smaller, and also fields. people probably there's room to get you know if you really work on a few things, can yeah. you outwork people. Well, how does it work? Is it an orbit? Is it a time? How how do they oh, switch? Well, man, they basically make it like the number of hands that uh, are people at the table. Okay. So it'll be like six hands, so six hands of the game because it's a six-handed thing. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. if you if you do not know one or two of the games super well, you can hide a you little. You can right? hide you, a little. You can you just, just like fold, fold a bunch. In, in like sure. yeah. Steve Dannemann will tell you only a small mistake to fold, you know? It's like It's true, true, but like like let's say that's true and, and you see someone's trying not to play a game. Then all of a sudden it's like you can just open a shitload in that game. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it's not like I'm winning, you're winning huge, but all of a sudden now it's like much easier to pick up a little bit here and there, you know, there's just, or the, even almost the flip side is like, let's say, and, and let's say, you know, someone doesn't like certain games, but then really likes this game. Sometimes then they try like way too hard in that game and they start playing too many hands. And then you just, you know, I mean, play solid, but aggro and punish them uh, for like having too wide a range. I mean, you know, there's just, a whole lot of little things in, in this that, uh, I don't know. You can, There's you can little, nuances. little nuances. I, like, someone like myself, who I feel confident in some of the games, I don't really know. I'd never played stud or something. If I came yeah. in there, what would be – is it impossible to win or close to impossible? It's, like, it's not like I can just all oh, wait for no limit and jam it and, like, whatever. Right? It doesn't work like that. Listen, it's – having, like, never played really, it's pretty close to impossible, I would say. I mean, uh, you need to have at least some experience. Mm -hmm. You don't need to be good. I mean, listen, when I won the 50K the first time, I was not a very good up-card game mix player. Stud, stud eight, Raz. No, I was, like, below average in the field in those games. Right. That said, I was also definitely helped out by the fact that the 
final table was no limit hold'em, and I knew that when I signed up for the event, mm -hmm. which was you know 2012. Like that was massive for me. That was your right? beat. What was it? What was it? How, how that many? Was when huge I deficit. What was it? What well, was it? I mean, we started. He had a small lead, and uh, you know it was a battle heads up. You know, to be fair, you know he won like a massive hand versus me, where I like basically like played a perfect, called a huge check raise on the turn with like second pair when he had like an open ended straight draw and he banged it out and I folded the river, stuff like that. But you know, at one point, at the low point, if you want to take, yeah, I was at a huge chip deficit, and I basically won as a favorite three times all in against basically three flush draws which I think in all three times were basically naked flush draws. So I was like 60% plus each time. Uh, each, you know, if you take it from there, whatever, it was like 60% to the third power. So whatever the fuck that is like, yeah. you know, I was like 20% to do that. Mm -hmm. But yeah, yeah, it's like luck works in interesting ways in tournament. But the thing is, you're never going to win a tournament, no matter how good you play, unless you run really fucking good and get right. lucky. You like, to, you you're do. not beating 200 people just because you're, like, amazing and you bluff them every time. You're, right. you're going to have to run good. You have to win small like, wins. You, have to, you <laughs> yeah. just have to do it. You just have to fucking run good. All right. Well, like, so so here, we're in the nine-game mix. You're in all of a sudden, fresh off a bracelet, in now, second, looking good in this event. That's fun. There's also a nice little six-handed no limit championship going on. So it's six-handed coming up here. Yeah. Uh, and sort of it's my wheelhouse, but that tournament will be a lot tougher because unlike the 3K, like mm -hmm. all the a lot of killers will be in that. And uh, you know, uh, no limit. People just have gotten way better no limit in the last five years or so since solvers, but both of us gonna play that, right? Yeah, well, hopefully you can't, or you know, you're hopefully you're I can't, yeah, because yeah. uh final table would preclude that. Okay. Then I probably play this. I'm not. I'm a little not excited about it because, uh, you know, the next day is the Poker Players Championship, but the Poker Players Championship lets you buy into like 10 p.m. on day two, and I think the reason is basically to let, um, to let people like you could potentially win the 10k limit deuce and still play the the PPC. Okay. But I'm looking to bet more. I might. I might. I'm looking to bet more on myself on the 50k. I'm feeling. Listen, like I said, I hadn't played poker for like a year and a half. I came into the series. I'm like, maybe I'm not good anymore. <laughs> this, above, whatever. But you got a confidence boost shot. You, you're in there. Listen, I, good. I've been playing tournaments every day and getting warmed up, and I feel great, and I'm, I'm ready to go. Okay. Obviously, the confidence boost helps, but I was already feeling pretty good about my play. Like I, I think Jeff and I talk, you know, every day. Yeah. I had already told you on a couple, so like I'm like, oh. I busted. I didn't even cash, but I'm like, oh, I played really good. Today. Yeah. You know, I'm happy with it. So it's like, once you start feeling that way, that's huge. And also just ability to focus, right? Uh, you use Elliot. I use brain. We fuel both too. use Elliot. Brain fuel. <laughs> I did use brain fuel on day two. I went over and drank some of Jeff's brain fuel, right? The purple yes, ones. True. I did. Yeah. I did. Uh, I was a little ant wired that day. Yeah. That's but that's, that's like, dude, it's like the excite, like. That's a fun, the 30 yeah. minute level six max. I mean, it's bang, Boom, bang, yeah, it's over. You just had it, Brace, you even had time for dinner. So. Afterwards. All right. So, so that's cool. There's a lot going on. This is, this is starting to get fun. The 10Ks, the, the big, Ks. the 10K high low, the 50K, there's yeah, some the high rollers. Up. Yeah, Let's the go main. to the main real fast. Let's talk about the main, because this is super interesting. I just started looking at it today. I don't even, I doubt you really looked at it. I, you got you got a 40th birthday coming up as well, yeah. which is uh, nice to sneak five yeah. bracelets in before the 40th. <laughs> be a little more fun at the party. Uh, the whole thing's going to be great. Yeah. Celebration. But here, let's look at the structure sheet, because this is, 
this is a bit confusing. So the main event, I mean, look at what's going on here. Like, day, <laughs> like what is going on? Day one A combines. Like you really got to kind of map out your schedule here, They've right? Never had this. Like look, even ones. like even like the day two isn't like in order. It's like A B D is day two A, and then day two there's day two. The second day two is like so. It's a little complicated. So let's just talk about a couple of interesting notes. The Europeans are opened up to come November eighth. I believe that's like when it's just like free for all, like the vaccines and whatever. So there will be let's say given Europe some respect, some tougher players, new players coming in, probably rested, fresh off studying, going to come over. They got to deal with jet lag, which matters. So that is, yeah. that's like maybe that neutralizes the, the skill level. But anyway, what, what jumps out at you and what day do you think you'll play? Would you like to get it out of the way? You got your party, you got stuff coming well, up. What are you going to do here? Well, so for, for me, uh, going back to, to this, it's like, I'm, my, I'm celebrating the sixth, even though my birthday's the eighth. I mean, Dude, I'm playing this 10K like basically yeah, for sure. I mean, I it's way after the 50K. So, I mean, I guess unless I final table or I don't even know, uh, you know, I would normally probably play one of these first two days here would be my shot like before this. So I can then chill out after my birthday. I probably get drunk and have a hangover this day. Don't yeah. want to play. But, you know, we'll see how that goes. So probably my target day is going to be this, I would say. But uh yeah, it could end up being here, although I'd rather get it out of the way before these these last two days. Something. What are you thinking? Uh, so I've looked at it. So the seventh, I would like to play this 3,200 online. Um, uh, shout out to Canoli, who actually won this event for like 325K um, a few years back. But the interesting thing is I think also a lot of good players are going to want to play this. It's online. It's easy. And, and this is sort of the cutoff when Europeans come the next day. So I actually think this would be a pretty soft day to play. The main, and if you match up on how it then goes into the future, right? So now, if you look at that day, which is Sunday the seventh, that's day one D. Okay, so then your your day two would be on Tuesday the ninth, right? And then you avoid sort of the Europeans coming in for that last. But so, like, I think from a standpoint, if you really think about it, I think it's going to be softer to play on those those early. So the best would be really playing day one A or B. Yeah, so I'm, I'm basically doing that. Yeah, but you're you for you. That's the day we'll after your thing, and it's like, yeah. and you got that thirty two hundred. You could probably yeah, which is kind of, that's what I'm saying though. That that would be cool, but like, I'm, I, yeah, I think it's gonna be. I think this is gonna be a soft day to play. The main. So maybe maybe shipping DD after the hangover, like regging late, might yeah, be better more. than and, and and so interesting. Also, you can register the start of day two. Yeah. Two hours in. Oh, you can. You can. So that's also interesting oh. to note. So you can see right here, late reg. Oh, uh, okay. So you can reg all the way up till these two. Yeah, days you can come yeah. in on on uh, at the end here. Okay. Well, I, I'm I'm playing one of the first two days unless I'm crushing the 10k PLO8. Okay. I'm gonna play. My target's gonna be day one B. I think. I mean, that's that's only if final table of 10k PLO8. Probably won't do that. So probably day one B. And and what do you think? Like so, Rast historically. What about you? Uh, so I let's do day one B, bro. Come on, day one B. So here's the problem. Whoa. That's a that is a zero. It, there's oh. nothing. That's, I'm not playing that day because it's the World Cup of Vegas soccer, the oh. trophy thing. That's my thing. USA oh, won yeah. twice. Okay. They kind of need me, okay. you know, for a shot. No, I, okay. I, humbly, I I'm, I'm gonna play. That's actually a very good uh, soccer player, football. That's yes, the World Cup. Yes. yes. I'm gonna play that day. So fifth is out for me. That does okay. look like a good option. So then it comes down to Thursday. I mean, you or, can just do it the first day, just like bang it out. Yeah. The, again, you're right. Assuming I'm out of the PLO eight, which I'm going to do. Oh, a you are going to play the. Yeah, PLO8. I love that. Yeah. I love the game. I'm going to take. A, you could give me a couple okay. tips. Hashim's going to come over, give me a study session because apparently that's one of the Hashim's better value. Hashim's still in this uh, twenty five hundred too. 
25k or no, the, the okay. one I'm in. Yeah, okay. Exactly. Yeah, Ashram's up. Okay. Guest as well. yeah. so anyway, it's kind of up in the air, but it's important to look. I think these are important to, to have an idea of what you kind of want to do. Uh, but obviously, remain, bro. Change. Remain. This I hope. I hope I lose that bet to you. Pay you that two hundred bucks. We get over seven thousand people. Just entrance. like, let's go. Yes. Yeah. Yes. We're, we're gonna it's get awesome. Europe is back. Europe is back. And look at speaking of being back, we have got our big free is officially online, guys. We got to give a give a, hit the subscribe button. Forty three people hopped in. We just put out a tweet. Uh, that number we could we could get that up. We're gonna start having some guests on, and also we, we have a, we're gonna do a giveaway today. Uh, the two hundred dollars of BTC. So I will we'll we'll roll that live. There is an actual this little fancy at the end of the day. I'm gonna let you run your day too at the end. I'm gonna do this though when we're done. Yeah. And I'm gonna plug run this in. Let people know they can when this is future giveaways. We want to have guests. The truth is, is it's during guests. the WSOP, we're both busy. We're playing terms every day. It's hard enough for us to find time to bang it out. But uh, one of the goals of this podcast is to talk to interesting people. You know, we've already started planting a few seeds. We have a big list of people we want to talk to. Uh, poker, you know, we're only going to get poker crushers. Uh, I, and then, uh, you know, crypto people. I mean, I, I know a lot of uh, really big players, really smart, really uh, sharp guys like Alpha. That's what's going to be on this. Some big, big names. Alpha. Some big names. So it's going to be fun. We're, we're just that's we're just goal. warming up. We want to get a few in. Rash just wants bracelet. Yeah. This is number two. Let's let's cut forward to that. Let, yeah, uh, to your bracelet. Let's talk about yeah. this because it is fun, man. Winning is it's few and far between. Number five. So Jeff and I were riding for a little while in this tournament together. I basically had I, I hopped in right after I busted a few out of the money in the 10k no limit deuce. Uh, I was nursing a short stack and it just didn't make it. Um, and then I hopped in. Uh, pretty quickly got things going. I had er, really early on, I got a couple bluffs through. Uh, I'm trying to think, okay, here's the, here's the two bluffs. So the, these, these were two of my better bluffs of the term. They happened like early on when I was building my stack. So this one, this, uh, kind of wild player, uh, he played really goofy, like really early on. He had this weird hand where he had flatted a raise out of a small blind and showed down like three, five off. So I'm like, okay, this guy's like, it's a little all over the place. Uh, he had some weird hand where he like defended the big blind versus me. Okay. And I was like button or something. And I had like Jack five suit. I was just like some goofy suited hand. And uh, he led on like, it was like, what the hell did I have? I had, it was some, this isn't going to be exactly right, but let's say it was like nine, nine, six. Or, or, or no, it was lower. It was, it was like seven, seven, four. And I had like Jack five suited. That's right. Okay. And he just led seven, seven, four. I'm like, okay, float. I, uh, I, you know, I had two over cars to that. He didn't lead that big. I think there was a flush draw, uh, and I had a back door. So it's like, okay. And then the turn was a six and he led again. And I'm just like, this guy doesn't have three of a kind. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like he just doesn't. So maybe he has a four and God bless him. I have a lot of outsources of four. Now Now I have a pure open ender and two over cards. Maybe he just has air. So I just put them all in and uh, my man folded. All right. And then later next bluff, I open queen jacket clubs, uh, EP. Same guy calls the button. Okay. Now this other guy who was active, an active player who I knew was willing to be aggressive, he had already three bet that guy, shown whatever, some like, some kind of suited hand, wasn't unreasonable, but uh, this is a spot where loose guy who has really wide range, and he had a kind of stack that could put a lot of pressure on this, so he does like a 4x 
like 4.2x3 bet out of the small blind here. Mm -hmm. So I'm obviously not excited about it. He makes it, I think it's 5K call. He makes it like 22K. Yeah, I don't even know if he has 100K back. So it's, it's like one of those spots you can't be that excited. But I'm like, you know what? This guy doesn't have to have a great hand. I have queen jack clubs. Let's go. Mm -hmm. Like I'm in here to like build up chips. And uh, so I call the guy on the button folds, obviously. Um, the, that guy's like never flatting queens there. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, flop is ace, 10, seven, one club, two diamonds. He bets out 19K. Pretty easy float, I think. I call. Uh, basically, my plan is to try to take this on the turn if he checks. Turn is like a four. Um, I don't think it's a – it brings a double flush drop. Oh, no. It's a low card. It doesn't bring clubs. He checks, and I like bet 30K or something. He had like 80. I bet like 32. An amount that – is like decent compared to the pot, but obviously at this point still significantly smaller, but kind of like puts him kind of at a decision for his chips, but it's still like not so big on pot committing myself. Obviously, if he moves all in, I probably only have a gutter, so it's a pretty easy fold, mm -hmm. and he folds. Right. So whatever, I, I built up a bunch of chips. Uh, had a decent amount of chips going to day two. Um, so before, let me just interject. Yeah, let me interject. Speaking one. of day two, um, this is pretty pretty insane because Rast wins the tournament. I stone cold money bubble um, in a spot, which is pretty funny And when if you think about it because the guy that bubbled me was the same guy I had sent one hand to Rast on day one like hours before and a picture of this guy just laughing because his outfit was kind of ridiculous. Like tracksuit was a funny hand and then Rast ends up beating this guy heads up and this guy bubbles me with top set of aces on the money bubble. I was super short, easy cash. I literally will not put my money with Kings here because I'm just like, I'm going to yeah. take the money and I don't want to be 70, 30. Or, and, and in this particular spot, it was a cutoff open. I'm on the button and I can't reopen the action. I had like 2.8 lines and the guy made it 2.2. So like, I know that it's likely going three way. So I, that's which also makes it even tougher. Yeah. With Kings, with kings to yeah. win. So I, I go with the aces. Sure enough, make top seven to turn. And I actually thought I was beat because the guy in the big line let out into the other guy. And I knew the guy and I just, and he, I just was like, fuck, he has a flush here, like a low flush at King Jack. Anyway, he did have a 6-3 suited. I said it before the cards were over. I said, man, I'm in behind. It's not good because he pulled out his camera. And I was getting ready for the pain. And everyone came over. And you got 150 people not rooting for you. Well, maybe 149. Rask probably wants me to double. Doesn't care. Well, I actually want the bubble to go, even in general, right, with the big Yeah, stack. I wanted like, the bubble to and, go. And, you know, your boy, your podcast host, co-host. Well, mostly, it wouldn't have mattered if I had a big stack or not. Of I course. I wanted you to stay I know. Yeah. I understand. Yeah. Anyway, I lose. So here it is. There it is. Everyone, you know, aces on the bubble. Hot just sick. I'm not bubbling this for sure or not. Then, of course, was, aces and loses. It's pretty rough. That's crazy, man. How well, it would have been even. I mean, listen, I think it's right. For to play aces there for sure. I mean, you win that, and all of a sudden you probably like tr more than triple. More than you're triple. probably like an average stack or something. I mean, I would have been okay. Yeah, I would yeah. been like playable stack. Like yeah, but like, win. listen, I know it's the bubble, but like that's a lot of EV with aces. I mean, it's not even kings. So yeah. anyway, yeah, that's that. So that's day one. So yeah. then I, I close out. Uh, I close out day two. I, the very last hand of the night, I got it in with ace five of diamonds on nine five four with two diamonds against king three of diamonds for like big for a full double against the only guy on the table who covered me okay. and ended up one of the top five in chips. Day two was just like a dream. I mean, I sat down, you know, first hand I flopped top two pair, didn't win a huge pot, but won a check raise on the flop. The guy folded, uh, ran pure all day. By the end of, by the first break, I was basically the chip leader uh, and then just kept accumulating chips 
got a situation where, you know, like 15 left. I had a third of the chips or, or not like 25. Here's here the final table. So yeah. you are the chip leader, but still, you know, this guy, Nick Eunice, who I know of well, and is definitely a player. Let's, let's look at, I actually had 13 million with like 13 left. Okay. Uh, and you know, and then and started there very first, the final table went slow, but pretty soon by six left, I had half the chips. And then, uh, you know, I, I was, it was a very fast structure. So there were some shorts. So I was doing some ICM, some pressure. There was like one or two guys at the final table that I got the impression didn't give a shit about ICM. So it kind of, that then handcuffs, like, here's the deal. If everybody's paying attention to ICM, then you can do it mm-hmm. right as a chip leader. Yeah. But if there's some short stacks or like short people who like theoretically should care about ICM, but like don't. For whatever reason, like they want to win, that kind of means that you're punting if you do ICM stuff as the big stack. Because you're going to be doing plays that are minus chippy B for you, but that work because someone should care about ICM. But if they don't, then you're just kind of right losing. You right. know what I'm saying? Even yeah. though that guy is making a play that loses him money, it's also losing you money. The people who gain are all the other people who aren't in the hand. It's super interesting. That's why poker's so yeah. excited because this is that you need to be able to decipher that. So you got to see who's doing some what. spots where I kind of know, like, oh hey, this is a sho- this is a shove. Like maybe I'm supposed to shove any two here. You know, I didn't shove any two. Like I get like deuce five off, or you know, maybe even not that week and like pass. Right. Because you know, especially it's uh, really the guy who I'm thinking of is this Japanese guy Yunobara. He, he was ready to go. Yeah. Like, he, he wanted to win. And then even the guy who ended up calling later, who was right to my right, um, I forget his name, uh, but, you know, I mean, he called off second in chips with, like, ace-five suited against my five-handed under the gun. Yes, that's Nick right. Eunice. It's like, that's honestly, it's an ICM punt. Yeah, that's right. I saw that hand, and like, that was my first thought. I was surprised, but also maybe just thought you were just sort of com- even if you Here's the thing. Like I six, actually wasn't kamikazing, but, yeah. like, even if I have 60, six, seven, I might have had 50 to 60% shove there. Right. It's under the gun five, so I'm not doing 100. Maybe I could have done 100, but I wasn't for mm-hmm. the exact reason I said, you know, which is right. Like, look, this guy, I knew the guy to my right, by the way, who's in the big blind. I knew he wasn't going to fold something super good. Mm-hmm. I didn't even, you know, or even decent because literally one of the ways I won a bunch of final chips at this final table was like, it would be, no one wanted to fuck with my blind. It would get folded him in the small blind. He contested all the pots with me and, you know, lost like all those pots, even including a pot where, by the way, after checking back like three times, I finally raise. Uh, he then right. goes into the tank, you know, makes a pretty big re-raise where he puts in like 35, 40 percent of his stack or something crazy. And I just snap shove and he just snap folds. You know, I mean, I base king, but it's just like. You know, Why is he messing around? Like he just, he just want, you know, he's going for it and, and it didn't work out for him. And so I, you know, I know like under the gun five there, like this guy's not going to probably make the proper ICM fold. You know, I had ace four suited. So that's a pretty easy yeah. jam there. But, you know, I would have, I would have jammed like six, seven suited. I would have probably jammed like 10, seven suited or like eight, six suited or whatever. But it's like, you don't really want to see that those type of hands anyway with like ace five. Exactly. Exactly. And actually <laughs> this, know? this hand's interesting here because Matas Symbolos, I told you he's a podcast guest. Good, he's a friend of mine and Really yeah, here, like this like, is a this, questionable yeah, call. He flats and he raises <laughs> at a seven-handed, basically yes. foul table. He earl under the gun and he flats ace eight off. Yeah, like, that I think that's a fold. Even though, too. and he's yeah. right, right? He the guy was messing around, but so what? Ace eight off doesn't play very well. I mean, I you know. So anyway, so there were some guys trying to win, which kind of meant I knew I like 
theoretical any two shove spots and whatever, I'm like, eh, you know, I'll pass a few of these. And, and also like, hey, you know, I'm not shoving everything. Yeah. But um, yeah, also this guy, dude, my busting this guy, this was this was interesting. So this guy jams under the gun six for it's like six or seven blinds. Mm-hmm. It's folded to me in the big blind. Uh, I have six, seven suited. You know, when I, uh, I, yeah, I'm I sitting there thinking, calculating, doing the math, it's like, okay, I got to call 2.2 to win like 3.8 or something, something like this. Like I need about 37%. Then all of a sudden, you know, it takes me a little bit to do this. I start thinking about his range. I'm like, well, he's been playing pretty conscious, but it's like six, seven blinds about to catch the blind, having to post a big blind any. So that's two, one, you're just losing. Like he's doing any ace, probably a bunch of king suited, probably any two, even off suit this. So I'm like, uh, six, seven suited. I'm starting to make this calculation. Like it's probably a call, right? Cause I'm about to call a seven high, mm-hmm. but it's like, uh, you know, during this time he starts talking to me and at first he seems pretty confident. Like a call, I want you to call. Like, I'm like mm-hmm. sitting there. I don't respond at first, but he, he's going for he's it. Engaging with me. With he's engaging. He, he keeps doing it. With the king, yeah. And so like, all of a sudden I'm like talking to him, like, really? Because I don't think anybody, I, I know everyone else at this table doesn't want, <laughs> doesn't wants me to call, but you want me to call yeah, yeah. your hands that good. And he's like, yeah, I want you to call. And then I'm, and then, and then I'm like, man, uh, what do you think I have? You think I have King 10? Uh, you don't want me to, I don't think you want me to call with this hand. Right. Like, unless you got like pocket eights or nines, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. you got that. Right. And then all of a sudden he didn't talk for like 10 seconds. And then he started doing it, but I could feel a little desperation. The energy shifted. And honestly, I was already probably going to call. But then once it was that, I'm like, oh, shit. Like, I actually think now, you know, uh, I kind of felt at first he seemed a little confident. But now I, I was like, okay, yeah, I actually don't think he has a pair now. So now, then I just called right away. Right. And he had ace-queen suited, which is a good hand. But yeah. by the way. We know ace-queen can't win. Ace-queen of spades versus time. six, seven of diamonds. Um, For you guys that don't know, this is, I think it's 41. 40, roughly. Like almost forty one fifty nine. So like, I actually was getting the right price for the money, and that doesn't even count the fact that it's terrible for him ICM wise that I call. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want me to call if he's a two to one favorite, probably, mm-hmm. which is like he's winning. You know, the risk a premium. little bit on the Shout on the, the NCB. Yeah. That's a risk premium. You yeah, spots the risk right premium. So he's he doesn't want to go. So yeah, it's like I didn't have the ace eight, and he was ahead. I had I had the killer hand anyway, so I won that. Because, I mean, listen, I, I won the tournament by, by running pair. I, I'm really happy with my decisions, but, you know, that's how you win tournaments is you win all ends, especially when it's 30-minute levels. But so, yeah, anyway, there was some of that. And then, you know, after some of those guys busted, it just a lot of all ends. I mean, at one point, the blinds are like 200, 400, 400. There's a million out there with only 40 million in the tournament. Right. So when, like, guys are short and a few times you jam, you pick up a million, it kind of pays sometimes for getting it all in when – you're behind. And, and here's where I thought was the most interesting thing. And I remember sweating the updates while I was in another tournament. It was going really fast. I saw this and look at it here. So Nick Eunice busts the player, fades the flush draw, down to four. Yeah, by the way, this is this guy I trying to win. I mean, the guy, you know, with not a lot of chips and I think the cutoff, he opens the seven five suited. I mean, listen, you're not supposed to open that off of like 20 blinds or whatever the hell the guy had, uh, you know, with like big ICM shit, yeah. you know, against the guy who's like kind of number two in chips, although they're all like way, way less than me, but mm-hmm. in the big blind, who's going to defend, you know, you just don't do that unless you're trying to win, but right. it's kind of an ICM punt open. But by the way, this is another reason this Juan Obaro I said was going for it. Like, yeah, I'm just not doing some ICM 
like I did put ICM pressure, but it was less than what I know the optimum is because, you know, there are a few gangsters at the table. For sure. Well, listen, yeah. the interesting part here is Nick Eunice wins the hand. He holds, top parry defends, gets it in, doesn't love it, whatever. Down to four, 8.8 .8 million. Pretty healthy comparatively. Look at this. When he then busts, I think he was in second. He had lost a few pots before calling off the ace. Oh, yeah, here. Because yeah. he only had like five, six million. He lost. Okay, but still, he's in second. Yeah. He's in second. Yes. And and he and two players that second he could have and he's, he could have gotten. Listen, the truth is, is uh, Nick probably in terms of toughness, whatever heads up. Nick might have been the toughest guy, um, and uh, you know, I think his strategy probably should have been to be more ICM conscious and try to get heads up with me. Mm -hmm. And uh, wow. You know, what a fucking yeah. sweat on the turn. I mean, that's maybe part of the ace five suited adds a couple points. Like it's pretty, maybe ace five off you with fold. It might be that close. Like this is even ICMI is definitely not a call, but he does call, picks up the turn, double gutted flush draw or a five. Yo, I can tell you, cause I actually did a long time ago. You remember uh, there was a period where working on my ICM and this happened like kind of right as I am was starting to really crush the, the tournament. I remember you were some signals. I was, I played like about one K like turbos, mm -hmm. uh, the highest turbos on stars actually won. And you saw like Jeff, Jeff was with me. I was like playing them and then I'd be running hands in the thing to look. It really helped my ICM game. You know, I mean, dude, the guy's second in chips there with the, the payouts as they are. I mean, he's honestly supposed to call, I, I would guess his calling range. I don't remember the exact payouts, but it's probably like sixes, seven, sixes or sevens plus, like maybe sevens plus, like, Ace King, Ace Queen, maybe like Ace Jack suited, probably folding even King Queen suited. Like it should be tight. Mm -hmm. Like you know, like Ace Five suited is not making it. Right, right. It was just kind of crazy yeah. to, to like, like you're going to chop a lot, and the fact that you had a, you did have Ace Four suited as well. I mean, but yeah, that was pretty unlucky for him. But at the same time, yeah, maybe a, a bit of a blunder potentially. Yeah, yeah no, it was a punt. But yeah. like, like I said, I mean, whatever. The guy's he's a great player. Him. Good for him to a nice score, 141k. Like it's a punt in the sense of like for money. Yeah. But if you're trying to win the tournament and you don't necessarily care, which you know, I'm not saying I wouldn't. I might have that attitude to a certain extent, like. You know, I, I, it, this is a 3K tournament. For me, the bracelet's like way more valuable than a little ICM. So, you know, I don't want to judge. He could have a different value set. But mm -hmm. in terms of monetarily speaking, yeah. And and now here uh, we go down. So now down to, to third place. I, you, you have such, I'm such a lead. start possibly being late. I got like two minutes. Okay. Let me so, call my car. Uh, call the <laughs> car. I, Brian shoves here four or five off. Kind of an any two spot, right? He's going to get so much folds. Even though Tuan's risk premium is the lowest. It is a big jump, and he could be patient. He finds Queen Jack, decides oh, to call. So this no, this was it was three-handed. Three yeah. The the uh, button folded, and now this is a spot where those two guys had basically the same chips. It was six to two, or it says no, or whatever. No, they, they had basically our. He had he had like four mil or something, right? Okay, yeah, so five like almost five, four and a half, five. I mean, they're close. I actually think this is an any two spot for me because it's a spot where. I mean, you know, they have, they're they're both close in chips. I think I'm supposed to shove basically yeah, like any for two. Sure, for sure. You know, I I might have folded like literally like deuce three off or like deuce six off, but like I actually think I did fold deuce three off in the very previous small blind in the exact like we played a few hands. I folded deuce three off and then I shoved this one. It could be any two easily though, mm -hmm. and and this guy was Tuan Pham was playing ICM conscious for sure. So well, look at you hit the five. Uh, it. 
is down to heads up and then heads up queen 10 king 10 interestingly enough rest beats the guy that bubbled me um and you know nice score for him two hundred ninety three thousand. obviously would have been nice to go one two me and rest we were talking about it, joking about it like right before i actually i even it is so crazy i feel like i did jinx myself i just really thought there was zero percent chance i could ever bubble because i literally was only gonna put in aces you get aces every 220 hands so i'd have to get aces and then lose it's probably less than one percent right? yeah like i have to get dealt aces sometimes you just of- see it i'll tell you there so, came a moment when it was two tables left and the blinds had just gone up and the two guys to my left finally had like both were like 20 big blinds and under and it got folded to me on the button and I'm now I'm up to like 13, 14 million, 10 left. I got a third of the chips. I'm like, okay, now I'm just going to start jamming like a, a some hands here, like a decent chunk of hands that I think are good jams. It's just max ICM pressure. These guys, there's a lot of ICM pressure at this point. 10th place is like 30 K right? I'd be like 20, like you got a decent chip stack. You're worth a hundred thousand. It's like fucking punting to call in those spots too. Like, cause it was a spot where a lot of people were all around like three mil or whatever, just, mm-hmm. you know, 15, 20 blinds at the time. Anyway, sure enough, the second time I did it, aces. Right. And it's like, it's like so hard to get aces, but then you get it. I'm, that's I'm, my point. I'm trying to be more aggressive. I feel like that's happens to me too. Anytime yeah. I've got like big stack trying to run over, I just run top of the range. And I'm like, fuck, like, why don't I just like, you know, but listen, that's, you know, that's sometimes it still works. And sometimes they don't have I'm going to do the giveaway. I know you have to go last question here. What's up with this crypto punk sold for five thirty? I know it was kind of like a, a, like a thing, but it actually was a real transaction, but it was kind of, can you explain what happened though? No, it's not real. It's like, it was a real so, transaction. It was uh Somebody almost for sure bought it from themselves. It's a joke price that um, is way higher than any CryptoPunk has sold yet. Um, who knows? Maybe an alien or something goes for that at some point in the future. It's actually a cool punk. But uh, but yeah, white hairs are cool. But that's, you know. And so there's some speculation that maybe this guy did a flash loan. I don't know if they actually did research to find it out. Oh, yeah, here, this flash loan, which means like basically they collater- like collateralize and take out like a bunch of F and uh, you know, let's say they put up a million or 2 million or whatever, 5 million in F, but you get all a bunch more F you probably have to pay, you know, a decent amount of interest on it, but it's very fast. Wait, can you, how the f- he sends, sends the F does it himself, then probably pays back the loan right away. Hold on. Hold on though. As you walk out the door, what you just said makes no sense to me. You're telling me some guy can give a couple million and get a, mil- a loan that's in his possession of 500 million. How's that possible? How can you like do that and people disappear, run away? How can you possibly get five hundred million? I'm not exactly sure that how makes all no the sense, flash right? loans work. They're collateralized, and then I think basically, yeah, but yeah it, I don't know. You're gonna have to look up flash loans because it doesn't make a ton of sense because that's money that's out there. And what if that guy lost yeah, it? Where does that, that like, come yeah, from? Yeah, he was getting yeah, I, I don't know exactly. Very interesting. I, I, does this hurt or help or zero difference to the crypto punk market? I think it makes no difference. Other than some if, attention, maybe. Other than if, you know, maybe a little bit of attention. I think the bigger thing is if it ends up creating the wrong kind of attention, like regulatory in some way. You know, I can't see this after all the attention that punks and NFTs have gotten and the fact that it's almost pretty obviously fake, it being like too much good attention. I don't know. Interesting. You know, that, that. It's interesting right now that you can't. Uh... Okay, I got to go. Literally restart is in eight minutes. I gotta get my car, drive over there, try not to wow. miss a hand. Punks are fucking. This is about the all-time high, isn't it? That's in USD, right. maybe four twenty-six. All right, guys. Maybe. Although it's not the all-time high in F. 
Right. Uh, yeah. But that's pretty fun, pretty incredible. All right, Rask, congrats on your fifth Hall of Famer stamp. Bro, you, close this out. I'm close closing out. I'm going to do the giveaway. 200 BTC. We're going to give that away from the tweet. I'm going to do that. Drive it, JG. I'm driving at home. You drive over to the Rio. Get your six bracelet. I'll see you in the 10K six max. Uh, yeah, that's it, guys. This is episode two for uh, video 2500. We're going to be chip lead. End of the day. End of the day, chip leader. End of the day, chip leader. Going in for a brace. There he is. my shot. Rass out the door. I am going to do this giveaway with you guys. Let me just pin the pin tweet. We'll do that. We'll have a giveaway for this one as well. Uh, we're gonna, This is, again, episode two. We're going to have some actual guests on very soon. But I am going to go ahead and do this live on the show so you guys can see it. Uh, give me like $200 in BTC. Let's do this right here. Mike Falling, create contest. Shout out to the guy, DMP3, also a podcast guest. This is his retweet tool picker. Let's download the retweets. There's a lot. The screen for bots. So anyone trying to trying to get a fast one on Big Free, not going to happen. Let's let's get this done. I also want to shout out State Kings. Do have some action up. I put up for the series. I'll try to get some more up. I put 5 or 10% just so you guys can I, – I capped the main event. Uh, of course, this isn't working. The filter. Well, let me just – Look at this. Espandiari's guys made an event up there. Kessler. Uh, we should get Rask. We should go a little Rask. Look, look at the bag. Look at those shoes, man. How could you lose today? Put that. Throw that Boom. up there. Boom. Throw it up. Give Let's us do it. Something to do it. Don't, don't miss any hands. Good luck. Get there, Rask. All right. He's going. Here's what we got. Uh, I did throw up a little more for the 10K6 Max today. I got some requests on that. We got some 10K events, 3,200 online, bunch of stuff on State King. So put that up. And then here is the winners, 219 eligible winners, $200 in BTC coming your way. Let's shut this down. And we are going to pick a winner. And it is Geimbal Tahao. So very cool. Uh, Tahao Geimbal is going to win that. I'm going to message him uh, right now. All right, that's it, guys. I am going to shut it down. We covered CryptoPunks. We covered Rass Bracelet. And I would actually just last thing we had, we were joking about this because it's funny, because Rass won his bracelet with King 10 off. I lost my bracelet the closest I came, a second place with King to King 10 off with my ace jack. Um, and, yeah, I actually got turned dead because he flopped the pair of turn trips. I actually rivered an ace, which is so ridiculous because it's – you know, brick turn, I win with the ace would have been almost over. Anyway, that's my closest five bracelets between Rask and I. He has all five. Hopefully, I'm going to be adding one to that list and Rask can add some more. Hope you guys are enjoying Big Free. Again, it's going to be on all the outlets that's out there, guys. Spotify, Apple, iTunes, everything. I hope you're enjoying it. Let me know if you want to – oh, he left his Perrier. Uh, let me know if you want to, you know, any other topics you want to talk about. We are going to – if you want to suggest guests – to have on that you want to see. That's cool. And of course I have my podcast as well. 151 on Jeff Bros podcast. Thank you so much for watching. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope you learned something and good luck. If you're playing the WSOP, any of it, the main event, pick your day wisely. Be aware of the structure, the schedule, two hour levels, five levels. Day one, you can buy in on day two still for a full level. So uh, no re-entries. Keep it in mind. Have fun. Be your best. World Cup of Vegas. The soccer is on November 5th. It's going to be fun. We have won twice USA going for a three Third time win. 
feeling good. I need to actually get in the gym, do a little cardio because I feel like I'm going to be burnt out. Uh, like I just, I just feel like my cardio is not there and that's very tiring indoor soccer. Um, if you are interested in playing and you're in Vegas and you are in the poker player and you want to play, you know, for your respective country, you should reach out, check that Instagram. We'll put that on the show more page. And if you could please do that in the video for the world cup of Vegas Instagram page, and you can message Timothy Adams. If you want to play, join your respective country. I think there's like 12 in there, or maybe you could join a country. I think each country has like two teams or two players that they can add that are not actually from the country. But uh, anyway, all good. Thank you. Episode two in the books, big free, a lot of respect for Rast, his game. And I uh, hope you guys are enjoying. See you soon.